Welcome on out here to Fremont Ross High School. You're excited for today's action in high school volleyball division for district semifinals in game number two of our double hunter. We have the Lakota Raiders taking on the Danbury Lakers. Lakota currently 18-4 overall in the season. They took care of Cardinal Stritch in the sectional finals to get here. Danbury pulled off a little bit of an upset taking down number two in the district. Fremont St. Jonah win their sectional. They're 15-9 overall on the season. This is High School Volleyball on Cole Alaska. It's 96.7 WBBI online through WBBI.com. Lance Morris, Matt Common here with you for today's matchup between Lakota and Danbury. Game two again of our doubleheader. Calvert able to take down Old Fort in game one, winning the winner of this one to be back here for a district's title matchup Thursday in Fremont. And Matt, two teams that uh, definitely know each other very well, of course, both being SBC River teams. What are you looking forward to seeing here in this one? Uh, should be a really good matchup. I mean, these two teams match up pretty well against each other. It should be a competitive game from start to finish. If we're going to have a game in this district area of the postseason that's going to go five sets, it's going to be this one. Uh, worth mentioning, you talked about uh, Danbury upsetting Fremont St. Joe to get into this particular match. I mean, worth noting, that was the match that defeated Danbury, I believe, last year, if I recall. But I think they met. That I don't remember. I say I believe they met before that one when Fremont St. Joe then came in here. A little bit of an upset. Fremont St. Joe beat Old Fort last Correct. year. Correct. And then Calvert beat them in the district. Time. Correct. So it's a, a little bit of a, a little bit of revenge tour here for Danbury. But I mean, a very talented team. I will say honestly, who I'm most excited to see tonight is Queen Beard, uh, number 12 freshman for Lakota. 208 kills, 26 aces, 41 blocks. Only freshman to make first team All SBC. So. I'll, I'll just call it as I'm expecting some fireworks from her in this you, matchup. You weren't with me when I saw Calvert play Lakota earlier this year. That's correct. I think, I think that was the the week you were still getting back into town. I think you were yes. on a vacation or something. That is correct. So I did not get a chance to see that Lakota in person. This is my first chance seeing them in person this season. And I, I got to tell you, I am beyond excited to see what Beard has in store for tonight's matchup. Gonna be Emma Gregg to serve this one to start it off for Lakota. Danbury will set things up near side for Leah Brown. Dakota will dig it up. Set it up back row attack this time from the Raiders. Danbury ready for it. They'll set things up up front from Maggie Thompson. Back on the Lakota side. Nestle Road will take that one over and will be a point that time after it goes out of play for Danbury as Danbury will strike first. Yes, a little too much on that attack there. A little flat foot as well. Didn't Obviously weren't able to jump in that particular moment, but... A little bit of a flat foot attack. They want to get a little more oomph behind that one for better placement. Okay, uh, set this one up and will be a little too strong on the attack that time as it'll fall in favor of Danbury once again. Danbury, the 2-0 lead. Yeah, another young player, Charlie Miller, the sophomore on the attack on that one, just a little too much behind it. So this air that time, though, from Danbury as it'll be the first point of the match now for Lakota. Yeah, an opportunity for Lakota to get back into this one early. As you would expect, I mean, Lakota, 18-4 and four on the season. They've, they've had a good year in their own right. We'd expect to see them really come out strong in this one. Grace Harmon now to serve for Lakota. And Murray will set it up near side, and actually it looks like they will give the points to Lakota as they'll say too many hits on the Danbury side. That'll tie it up here at 2-2 two two in the first set. Just a one hit too many there. They had set it nicely, but a little too much on that hit. Harmon will continue to serve on the Lakota side, and that'll be just in on the back line 
for the ace that time for Grace Harmon. Came in tonight with 26 aces. That was 27. I would say that there's a reason she's got 26 aces. That was fantastic placement right along the back row, back line of the back row. Phenomenal job by Grace Harmon. Harmon will continue to serve for the Lakota side as they lead now 3-2 here into the first set. Amory sets up on the far side for Brown, dug out cleanly by Lakota. Set it up for Cassidy Foose. Danbury able to dig it up. Front row attack, now back over on the Lakota side. They'll set it up for Miller. She gets that one through the wall, and then a perfect dump right back over from the Danbury side of things. It's tied up at threes here in the first set. Yeah, phenomenal dump there from Danbury. Very well executed, great placement. Just out of reach. Lakota a little slow on the defense closing in there. Good effort to try and get to it, just a half step too slow on that one. We have Brown, the senior for Danbury, now back to serve. So we'll see Fu send that one over that time for Lakota. Near side attack that time for McDonald for Danbury. We'll see Lakota again set it up for Cassidy Foos. Back on the Danbury side, gets through the wall, diving save. Little joust at the net, now back on the Lakota side as they tried to paint the back corner with a dump of their own for Lakota. A cross court attempt that time from Ella McDonald. Now back onto the Danbury side after another dump attempt. Now back on the Lakota side, they'll set it up on the far side. Reflected back again onto the Lakota side. Diving save again from Greg and able to be tapped over to Danbury for the free ball. Set it up up front, barely gets over. Diving dig, accidental free ball back onto Lakota. And now again on the Lakota side. It's Harmon able to get that one over. Now Danbury again setting it up. Near side, block at the net. Now back on the Lakota side. Set up up front, Miller taps it over and a long volley will eventually be won by Lakota as they add on and retake the lead. That was Beard on her first point of the night and my goodness, that was a great volley between those two teams. Incredible effort to dig those out. Wow. And Beard now will go back and serve for Lakota. Lakota the 4-3 lead here in set number one. As Beard will serve now for Lakota. Danbury will set up on the far side for Maggie Thompson. Good lock up front that time. Riley King along with Cassidy Foose up front that time for Lakota. Now leading 5-3. to three. Yeah, good defense there. And I mean, Danbury up to this point, they've been doing a good job getting it over that initial line of defenders at the net against Lakota. That one right into their hands for the easy block. Back onto the Lakota side after the volley. Foose will send it over on the far side. Danbury sets it up up front. Good dig that time from Harmon for Lakota. Up front, King will send it over this time. Danbury setting things up on the far side. And the blocked on the Lakota side. Will fall though for a Danbury point. Makes it now 5-4 here in set number one. Yeah, Cassidy Foose tried to get a good block there. And uh, unfortunately her face caught most of that ball as opposed to the, her hand. So good effort, but great attack at the net by Danbury. Jesse Brown, the Danbury libero now serving. And McGregor had to send it over to Danbury for the free ball. Near side, McDonald barely able to get that one through the wall up front for Lakota. The back row attack that time from Greg. Now back on the Danbury side will be last touch by Lakota for another Danbury point as that'll tie it up here at fives in the first set. Good placement once again on that attack from Danbury. Love the accuracy that we're seeing from both of these teams right now. They're doing some really good things, and no surprise, this is the close one between the two games so far. Brown will continue to serve on the Danbury side. 
Lakota sets it up for Riley King. Blocks back over to Lakota. Now back on the Danbury side. Set it on the near side. Ellen McDonald. Big block up front between Miller and King for Lakota for the point. Really nice block there by Miller. Very well done for Charlie Miller. 27 blocks coming into tonight. We, we can safely say that was block number 28 on the season four. Sophia Bomer will check in for Charlie Miller. She'll go back to serve for the Raiders. Danbury will set up on the far side and will be much too strong that time from Danbury as that will result in a point for Lakota. Extends their lead to two. And Lakota with an opportunity here if they can get a little bit of a rally going, especially with uh, Beard on the bench. That would really bode well for them. That'll be just in on the corner for the kill for Danbury. Cuts it back to a one-point deficit. Sure, that was it. <laughs> I, think it I think it was it. Uh, it looked a little close. I, I mean, the, the official, he had a better view. From my view up here, it did look like it may have hit just outside the line. But needless to say, great placement either way. Really, no one could have reached that otherwise. Laney Owen now in to serve for Danbury. As a serve, a little too strong on the near side from Cassidy Foos. It goes out of play, and just like that, all tied up at sevens. Yeah, a little too much there from Cassidy Foos, but uh, again, I'm liking what I'm seeing from both teams right now. Dakota sets it up up front for Riley King. Her attack, though, a little too strong. It goes out of play. Danbury now will retake an eight to seven lead. We've seen some good placement, and now we're seeing for both these squads a little bit of issue painting that back line on the back row. It seems to be kind of eluding them a little bit right now, especially on the Lakota side. Lakota sets it up on the near side for Cassidy Foos. Will be dug out cleanly by Danbury. Blocked up front now again on the Lakota side as King will hit it over. Danbury setting up again far side. Will be hit on the Lakota side. Foos will set it up for King up front this time. Diving save from Danbury. Able to set it up on the front row. Right down for a kill that time from Kalani Owen. For Danbury, they extend the lead. Now we said this one was going to be a back and forth. We've already seen, what, three lead changes already. We're not even at 10 points yet for either team. Owen continuing to serve for Danbury. Cota sets it up for Riley King and some finesse that time from the junior as that falls in their favor. Lakota now down by just one. Quite a bit of finesse there. <laughs> they, they needed that one to be a little finesse, but nicely done for Lakota. As we do have a substitution, it looks like. Oh, Leah Nessel Road checking into the game. Cassidy Foos now will go back and serve for Lakota. Just barely got that one over the net. Cross-court attempt that time from Danbury. Lakota is able to get to that one, send it back over. Near side, a little left-hand tap that time from McDonald for Danbury. And then a perfect dump right in the middle of the Danbury defense for the Lakota point, just like that, tied up at nine. Yeah, and Emma Gregg on the point there for Lakota. The honorable mention SBC player, 105 kills, 44 aces on the season. Foose will continue to serve for Lakota. McDonald blocked that time right back over to Danbury. Diving save now from Lakota. Set up up front, another jump that time from Greg. Near side, a deflection now back on the Lakota side. Set up opposite side. Nessel Road hitting it over now for Lakota. Back again on the Lakota side. 
Setting it up up front, hit over, barely gets over, but perfectly gets over on the cross-court attack from Nestle Road for Lakota as they add on and now retake a lead. Oh, that 12-6 curveball once it hit the net there. My goodness, that kind of defied physics a little bit somehow landing on the Danbury side. Bruce will continue to serve for Lakota. So we'll see now back on the Lakota side as they'll set it over. They end up having to attempt to send it over for a free ball that goes out of play over into the hands of the head coach for Danbury, Keith Diebler, as it'll tie it up here at tense. Yes, a little, little bit of miscommunication. We saw that earlier with Calvert as well. A little bit of timing issues here for Lakota. Kind of the same thing we saw with Calvert a couple more times in set number two. Lakota will set it up for Nestle Road on the far side. Danbury will dig it up. They set it up near side for Leah Brown. Will be dug out by Lakota. Set it up for Riley King. Will Joseph and Etten will fall on the Danbury side for another Lakota point as the Raiders retake an 11-10 lead. A nice shot by Lakota. Good placement again on that one. They got a little bit of lucky there with that dig actually going backwards on Danbury. But also worth mentioning, Queen Beard has checked back into the game now for Lakota. Danbury this time has to send it over to Lakota on the free ball. That's under a four. Beard on the near side, and the freshman slams that one down for the Lakota kill as they'll add on to their lead now up to two. Okay, yeah, cross court, <laughs> across the net like that, going in the opposite direction. That, that's kind of like a QB thrown across their body on the run. That was impressive. King will continue to serve on the Lakota side. Danbury sets up near side for Leah Brown, and a little too strong that time for Brown as it goes out of play. Another point for Lakota, their lead up to three. And really an opportunity here for Lakota to pull away in this first set. If they can get a comfortable rally here, give themselves a cushion against this Danbury squad. Can continuing to serve for Lakota. So we'll see Danbury have to send it over now for the free ball. Lakota sets up up front for Nestle Road, and will be a little too strong near the back line for the attack air as it'll go back over to Danbury. 13 to 11 your score in the first set. I really like what we're seeing from Lakota. They're trying to attack that back line on the back row. Just they're having some placement issues right now. Might need to change it up a little bit, but I, I do like they're trying to make that work and get that attack going. Beard ends up sending it over to Danbury for a free ball. They'll try to set it up for Leah Brown, but will be dug out by Lakota. And then Queen Beard will slam that one right down for another kill for the Raiders, adding on some lead back again to three. Well, I think we can see who's going to be competition for player of the year in a couple years in the SBC for any of uh, Calvert's freshmen, that's for sure. And Greg now will go back to serve for Lakota. Danbury will set up on the far side, locked up front, and will be a point for Lakota as they'll call too many hits on the Danbury side. And we'll see Coach Diebler now take the timeout for Danbury. 15-11 to 11 is your score, Lakota. Currently leading Danbury here in set number one division for district semifinals here on Classic 96.7 WBVI online through WBVI.com. One of this one will be back here on Thursday to take on Calvert for a district title. And Matt, like, like we uh, said a little bit in uh, in game one, we expected this one would be back and forth. It has certainly lived up to that so far. Oh, it absolutely has. It's been a great first set between these two teams, seeing a lot of give and take between them. What, what I'm finding interesting is that the differences in dynamic between these squads. I mean, obviously, Lakota, they, they seem very comfortable with the dump game being like a key part of their offense whenever it's not going through Queen Beard. Whereas Danbury, I mean, almost every shot and every kill and att attack that they're trying to orchestrate 
is trying to get towards that back row, that back line. It's actually going over the initial line of defenders at the net. They seem like they don't even want any part of some net play against this Lakota squad. They just prefer to play a little bit more of a long game with them. It's been interesting seeing that dynamic, and at different times, working for both teams. Ready to go following the timeout. It's on the Danbury side, a little back now on the Lakota side. It'll be a back row attack this time from the Raiders, but Danbury digs it up. They set up up front, good block that time from Beard. You get that one through the wall. So we'll get a point as looks like they will call a, looks like a violation on Lakota as they give the point over to Danbury. Yeah, it looks like a double hit was called somewhere along the lines there against Lakota. So back to only a three point deficit for Danbury. And you know what, I can see why Danbury was able to beat a team like Fremont St. Joe. This is a scrappy competitive team and they're really balanced as well. Miriam Masters now serving for Danbury as we'll see Lakota set it up for Beard. Masters will dig it up this time for Danbury as Brown attempts a cross court kill but will be dug out by Lakota. Greg though sends it over now to Danbury for the free ball. As they set it up for Leah Brown. Brown will slam that one down for the Danbury kill as the Lakers try to get something going cutting the deficit down to two. Yes. Uh, Keith Diebler, the head coach over there for Danbury, he was a little earlier than the official was waving that flag saying it was in. Masters will continue to serve on the Danbury side. Beard digs it up for Lakota. Set it up for Miller, but that will hit the antenna on the far side, giving the point to Danbury. And Charlie Miller, I see what she was trying to do a little bit. Touch there, trying to make it more of a soft attack. Just fortunately too close to that antenna on the attack. Masters will keep serving on the Danbury side. Lakota sets it up for Beard. Danbury now setting it up up front. Good block that time, and no fall in favor of Lakota. They'll add on to the lead, back to two. A nice shot by Beard and young lady who's checking out, um, Nesselrode, who checked back in. Good job at the net trying to block that one. Grace Harmon now back to serve for Lakota. Lakota leading 16 to 14 here in set number one. Brown first to hit it for Danbury on the return. As I set it up up front for Maggie Thompson. Now Lakota near side. Miller going to be blocked back over now to the Lakota side as see Greg hit it over. Danbury setting it up up front again for Thompson. First hit by Harmon on the return. Now Fusel hit it over. Diving save from Danbury. Miller hits it back over after the accidental free ball. And will fall on the Danbury side for the Lakota point. They'll add on to their lead, back to three. Nice shot by Miller again at the net. Definitely seems to be her uh, her bread and butter, as it were. Very aggressive on the net defense. Harmon will continue to serve for Lakota. Danbury setting it up. Dug out that time by Harmon. So we'll again see Lakota hit it over to Danbury. Danbury near side for Leah Brown. Who's first to hit it on the return. Set it up for Foose on the far side, and Cassidy Foose will pound that one down for the Lakota point, and another kill for the Raiders as Coach Diebler takes another timeout. It's 18 to 14, Lakota the lead over Danbury, set number one division four district semifinals here on Classic at 96.7 WBBI, online through WBBI.com, and you know, again, Matt, just back and forth so far. Lakota starting to pull away just a little bit, though, as we near the end of the first this first set. Yeah, ever so slightly. And the way they're doing it is they've kind of adjusted their strategy a bit. I mean, they're seeing that Danbury is continuing to attack deep into their defense. They're not really trying to go at the net a whole heck of a lot. So Lakota, they, they're mixing it up a little bit. I, I believe they 
from my perspective, and correct me if I'm wrong, it does look like they've switched to that either like 5-1, maybe if I'm counting it correctly. Could be wrong on that one, but it does seem like they've adjusted their defense a little bit to make that, to accommodate that and to be able to dig them out a lot easier because Danbury has made no secret. They're trying to attack that back line as much as possible because I don't think they want any part of Beard, Miller, and Foose on the net. I do believe you are correct because I think we saw Sophia Bomer check in a little bit early on, but I don't think she's been back on the floor in a minute. Now we're ready to go following the timeout. Danbury has it on the return, now back to Lakota. So we'll see if Foose hit it on the far side, but she's going to be blocked up front that time. A combination of a couple players for Danbury in on that block as it'll cut their deficit back to three. Yeah, it looked like Kelly Junick, uh, or Junick, excuse me, as well as number five, Maggie Thompson, in on that initial block after that. Good job by Danbury. And Brown now on to serve for Danbury as we saw Lakota attempt to set things up for Charlie Miller, but a little too strong on the attack. Another Danbury point cuts her deficit to two. Yeah, Miller definitely has that strength. I mean, she is a very hard hitter, so seeing her try and go there from the net, not much of a surprise. Lakota will set it up on the near side, and Beard gets that one through. It was blocked, but blocked out of play by Danbury. Another point for Lakota. Their lead back to three. And Lakota in a position to put things away here. I mean, Beard not the strongest serve on the team. Uh, has 26 aces. Having a good season in that regard as a freshman. Beard now back to serve for Lakota. And Murray sets up on the far side for Thompson. But Thompson's attack much too strong. He goes out of play. Now a four-point advantage for Lakota. Like I said, once again, this is just really where, for your, if you're a Lakota, you're more favored in this game. You've got to close this one out here. Beard will continue to serve, but this time goes into the net for the service air. As we'll see Aubrey Vitti check in for her after that serve that time for Lakota. Yeah, not enough on that one from Beard. So we'll see now Macy Brown back to serve for Danbury. Craig will set up on the far side for Riley King. Will be hit by Danbury and end up having to send it over to Lakota on the free ball. Video on the return for Lakota. Sending up again up front for King. And that time just in on the near side for the kill for Lakota. Another point for the Raiders. Now 21 to 17 they lead. Great placement again from Riley King. Cross-court attack right at the net. Able to paint that sideline. Very well done. Sophia Bomer will check back in now for Lakota. She'll go back to serve. Almost a big joust at the net, but will be won by Lakota, adding on to their lead now up to five. As I believe they are going to stick with it, that there was not a deflection there. Bomber will continue to serve for Lakota. Near side, Danbury going to be blocked. Riley King on the block that time for the Raiders. As it's starting to completely pull away. It's now 23 to 17 in this first set. Yeah, momentum has definitely swung completely towards Lakota. Let's see if they can close it out and then maintain it going into set two. Bomber continuing to serve for Lakota. Danbury sets it up up front. Hard attack got time for Mia McDonald. And McDonald will power that one down for a Danbury kill as it'll cut the deficit back to five. Almost. <laughs> that was pretty darn close. I mean, she got pretty close to digging that one out. That would have been very impressive. Kalani Owen now will check back in for Danbury. She'll go back to serve for the Lakers. 
Makoto will set up up front for Riley King. Will be blocked, but will be blocked out of play by Dan Bernie and McDonald up front that time for the Lakers. Now Lakota, one point away from taking the first set. Yeah, set point here for Lakota. Definitely want to try and close things out. He's got number 13 back there on the serve. That's Cassie Foos. Definitely one of the players you'd want on the serve now. Accidental free ball, but Riley King ends up slamming it into the net for the attack air, so it'll give Danbury another chance to keep this one going. It's now 24-19. I would have looked really cool if she completed it. That would have been pretty impressive. Very aggressive attack just to not get enough air on it to get it over the net. Rickner's serve will be just in. And I was saying, that is the correct call. It was in. Took the officials a moment to come to an agreement on that, so that will go down as an ace for Brickner. Makes it now 24 to 20. Well, it's worth knowing. I mean, the, the back judge that's on the Danbury side, he's, he signaled that he did not get a view of it, so he could not make a determination. Kind of fell to the closest uh, net judge to make that call. That time, though, it will be too far on the service area. Dakota will take this first set by a score of 25 to 20. We'll go ahead and step aside for a quick timeout. Come back for the start of set number two here from Fremont. You're listening to High School Volleyball on Cole Alaska 96.7 WBBI. At Blanchard Valley Health System, we're looking for individuals to join our family of professionals. We require compassion, dedication, and the desire to make a difference in a fast-paced healthcare environment. Jobs are available in clinical and support services. We offer competitive wages and benefits. The culture of BVHS is unique and rewarding. Visit bvhealthsystem.org backslash careers to search our current openings. Blanchard Valley Health System, we're here for you. Are you thinking about new flooring for your home? Snyder's Floor Covering Outlet in Bettsville is here for you. You can either come to our store or they can bring the samples to you with many new carpet and vinyl styles and colors in stock. Snyder's also offers 12-month financing and no charge measuring and estimates. Call today, 986-5599. That's 986-5599. Stop in and see our newly renovated showroom. Thank you for continuing to support Snyder's Floor Covering. Snyder's Floor Covering. No job too big or too small. Snyder's does it all. Welcome to Bigby Coffee, your home away from home that picks you up and leaves you in a better mood than when you arrived. No matter who you are, we know we'll have a drink for you, and her, and him. You see, here at Bigby, we can customize our drinks for each person, dairy or no dairy, coffee or no coffee. We've got you covered, hot, iced, or frozen. Bigby Coffee is one of a kind, just like you. With locations on Tiffin Avenue and Trenton Avenue in Finley to serve you. Looking for a job with a great company? Ropey Corporation has several positions available. They have general labor positions with a starting pay of $19.41 an hour with a raise after 90 days. There are currently second and third shift positions open. To apply, go to ropey.com and find career opportunities under the company tab. Come work for one of Northwest Ohio's best companies, privately held and family driven. We are getting ready to start set number two here from Fremont Roster. Signed for today's action in District Semifinals Volleyball. Game two of our doubleheader here at Fremont. Currently have Lakota up after one set. They took set number one, 25 to 20 over Dan Barry. Lance Morris alongside Matt Common here 
for your high school volleyball coverage here on Alaska 96.7, WBVI online through WBVI.com. And, and according to uh, Billy Hannon from, uh, one of, he's from the affiliate group with uh, AT, the register, all those different uh, papers. This is Danbury's first district volleyball match since 1997. I'd believe that. I would definitely believe that. I mean, Danbury's been in a tough conference for a while now, so not much of a surprise. Block up front from Danbury, but was blocked out of place. So it'll fall in favor of Lakota as Lakota will strike first here in set number two. I got to tell you, I mean, in the, the limited doses that we've seen, Queen Beard has certainly lived up to advertising. Uh, she has been impressive thus far for a freshman. McGreg now to serve for Lakota. Danbury sets it up up front for Maggie Thompson, and it'll go down as a kill for Thompson after the deflection on the Lakota side as it'll tie it up here at ones and set two. Gotta tell you, I give a lot of credit to whoever's on the front front row over there for the Danbury faithful. Looks like she's expecting, and she's been at the front line of like four or five dives at this point. So we'll see Leah Brown now back to serve for Danbury, but the serve will go a little too strong for the air as we'll flip right back over to Lakota. And Lakota with allowing airs in that regard, letting Dan for a team like Lakota, 18 and 4 on the year, and you look at their losses, really haven't played, really haven't lost any bad teams by any means. So don't want to give them points, same way like Calvert in the previous match. Danbury will set up on the far side and will go down as a kill for the Lakers as that'll tie it up here at twos in set number two. And still keeping that back and forth trend going in this one. Macy Brown, the Danbury libero, will go back to serve another one of the players named to the first team of the SBC River. Lakota will set up on the far side for Foose, and that'll go down as a kill for Cassidy Foose as Lakota will retake a 3-2 lead, and along with a handful of these Lakota players, including Riley King, who just checked in, Cassidy Foose, of course, a big part of uh, the Lakota basketball success over the last few years. Yeah, and honestly, Lakota, from a basketball perspective, they've really turned some things around. That, that, they've been a key contributor to that. So that'll go down as an ace for Queen Beard, as we'll see Lakota add on to their lead now, 4-2 to two here in the second set. And first ace of the night for Beard. Beard will continue to serve on the Lakota side. Danbury almost ran out of real estate. Is off to send it over now to Lakota on the free ball. Send it for Riley King, and it'll be just a touch too strong. Just tried to go cross court with it that time as it falls in favor of Danbury. Exactly where you want to go with it. Fantastic placement. Just a little too much air under that one. So now for Danbury, an opportunity to tie this one up once again. Laney Owen now back to serve for the Lakers. Lakota setting it up on the far side for Riley King, but another attack error that's just a little too strong as it'll allow this one to get tied up now at fours. We're seeing a recurring trend with Lakota when they don't do their normal style of attack, which is the dumps and closer to the net. Seems to be that they go a little far each time. Lakota sets it up for Cassidy Foose, and Foose able to get that one through the wall for Danbury for the point. Lakota will retake the lead. But once they're close to the net, attacking in the front court as opposed to the back row. Suddenly it's a different animal. Sophia Bomer back on the floor for Lakota. She'll go back to serve. 
That'll go down as an ace for Bomer as that'll add on to the Lakota advantage here in set number two. Yeah, Lakota definitely looking to try and pull away here. Danbury, a very talented team in their own right. Obviously first district match that you allude to since 97, but they had to beat a very good Fremont St. Joe team to get here. Riley King with the block up front for the Lakota point to add on to their advantage. It's seven to four here in set number two. And I mean, we've mentioned Lakota's record at eight and four and I'll continue after we get this next point as it'll be now on the Danbury side and that one will fall on the Lakota side for the Danbury point as Danbury now cuts it back to a two point deficit. Lakota has lost two, specifically two cities so far this season. They lost two matches to Calvert. Yep. They lost one to Fremont St. Joe and the other to where we are, Fremont Ross. Yeah, really just these two cities have really, really gotten the better of Lakota. Bruce will set it over on the near side that time. Now on the Danbury side for Leah Brown. Whitty digs it up for Lakota. Dump attempt that time for Greg. Danbury ready for it. Whitty first to hit on another return. They'll set it up for Foose. Now on the Danbury side. Brown will set it up on the near side for Leah Brown. Back again on the Lakota side for Riley King. They will call... A net violation, it appears, on Danbury and give Lakota the point. Bit of a surprise that we saw the net violation there. I mean, she was close, but didn't really look like she disrupted the net much at all on that particular one. So, to, to be fair, a little bit ticky-tack on that particular violation. Cassidy Foos now back to serve for Lakota with the three-point lead here in set number two. So we'll see far side. Nessel Russ to send it over now to Danbury on the free ball. Up front, and will be last touch by Bowman as it'll fall in favor of Danbury. Cut their deficit back to two. Keeping it close. I mean, we, we kind of called it. These were going to be some good back and forths in this match in particular, and it has certainly lived up to that. Yeah, McDonald now to serve for Danbury. Boos will dig it up this time for Lakota. Setting up far side for Nestle Road. And back onto Lakota's side as Greg tried the dump after the return. Diving save. Can Lakota get it over? Yes, they can. Last hit by Foos. Slam that one home for the Danbury point. Maggie Thompson slammed that one down for the Lakers. And she did that with some authority as well. Great job. Fantastic volley between the two teams. A couple nice diving digs to try and get those going. Just great job once again by Danbury closing that one out. And McDonald now back to serve for Danbury. Foos to hit it this time for Lakota. Set up Nestle Row. That'll be just in on the near side corner that time for the Lakota point. Their lead back to two. Two points in a row between these two teams of just absolutely painting the corner flawlessly. Great job by Nestle Road there. Riley King will go back to serve now for Lakota. Danbury setting up near side for Leah Brown, but her attack too strong as King will let that one go out of play for another Lakota point. Their lead up to three. Haven't seen Lakota get past the three-point lead in this set. Danbury's done a good job keeping it close, but kind of get the feeling that Lakota is a little past due for a bit of a rally here. Danbury will get that one down. Another kill from Maggie Thompson. will cut the deficit back to two. It's 10 to eight here in the second set. And just like that, you have, <laughs> you have Danbury make a bit of a play at it again, down to a two-point deficit again. Larry Masters checking back in. She'll go back to serve for Danbury. Vitti first to hit it on the return. Beard going to be blocked up front that time by Thompson, and that'll fall 
in favor of Danbury for another point. Custer Deficit now down to one. Worth noting, neither team has used either of their timeouts yet, so you can tell how close it is back and forth. The coaches trusting that their teams can rally here. Okay, setting up up front for Queen Beard. Will be dug out on the Danbury side as they'll set up again for Thompson. First, first to hit it on the return as Greg then tries the dump. Setting up again for Thompson, and now Thompson will slam that one down for the Danbury kill just like that. Tied up here at tents. Nice job again by Danbury on the cross-court attack. They're attacking close. That They've gone away from that attacking the deep line on the back row. They're kind of attacking towards the front of the back row now, and it certainly seems to help. Masters serve goes a little too strong for the air as it'll allow Lakota to retake a lead, 11-10 here in the second set. And now for Lakota being able to get Charlie Miller back out there on the net too should certainly help defensively. And McGregg now back to serve for Lakota. Danbury will set it up again for Thompson. Greg first to hit it on the return. Nessa Road to hit it over. Danbury this time will set it on the near side for Leah Brown. Diving save from Vitti. Greg will now set it up and will be ended up hitting over for the free ball that time to Danbury. Locked up front, but will fall on the Lakota side for another Danbury point as it'll tie it up here at 11s. And now we'll see Coach Madison Banky take the timeout for Lakota. First time Lakota's taking the timeout here tonight. It's all tied up 11 to 11. You're in set number two, Division Four District Semifinals here from Fremont Ross High School. Your side for today's action. Lance Morris, Matt Common with the Classic. It's 96.7 WBVI online for WBVI.com. And once again, feel a little bit like a broken record, but just has been uh, back and forth match so far. We saw it in set number one. We're seeing it again here in the second set. Well, I mean, we're a little under halfway through the set, and we're still tied 11-11. I mean, it's been... Neither team has been able to move past a three-point lead at any point in the second set. And, I mean, obviously still fairly early in set number two. But we, we kind of called this. I mean, you'll even look at the track record for both teams. Danbury coming into tonight, 15-9. Lakota, 18-4. and four. I mean, yeah, there's a bit of a five, there's a, a five-loss swing there. But from a wins perspective, only a three-win win difference between the two teams. So this is an evenly matched squad for both of these teams. And... Both of them do things differently and effectively that the other struggles that makes for a good, even matchup. Ready to go following the timeout. Lagoda will set up on the far side for Charlie Miller. Macy Brown digs it up that time for Danbury. Diving save now from Lakota. So Miller ends up hitting it over. Danbury will set it up on the near side. Blocked up front by Beard back to Danbury. Set it up on the near side for McDonald. Diving save from Vitti. Far side will set up for Nestle Road. Dug out again by Danbury. Near side for McDonald. Now back on the Lakota side. Back row attack this time from Foose. It'll be just a little too strong for the attack air as Danbury retakes the lead. Was a good volley between the two teams, but I'm noticing for Lakota right now in set two that center back row position, they're leaving it open quite a bit defensively. Green Beard, though, will slam that one down for the Lakota kill. Tie it back up here at 12s. And this is what Lakota needs, that type of effort, that type of attack, being very clean, efficient, and effective. They've had to go a lot of back-and-forth volleys in set number two here. Need to be able to take this tie, extend it into a lead, and then go from there. And for Danbury, just keep doing what you're doing. They're actually really impressing in this second set. Grace Harmon checking in for Lakota, going back to serve. Danbury sets it up for Thompson, now back on the Lakota side. They're going to get that one over. Brown will set it up on the near side for McDonald. 
Now back on Lakota Samo, set it up for Foose on the far side. Slam right back down by Beard up front after the accidental hit on the second attempt for Danbury. Lakota now retaking a one-point lead. And you're seeing a little bit with Danbury, the, the back and forth that it's been. It's also leaned to a little bit of, uh, for lack of a better term, a bit of helter-skelter defensively where they're all trying to gather around the ball, leaving a lot of open space for themselves. Danbury setting a mirror side for Ella McDonald. Dug out by Vinny now for Lakota. Set up for Miller, now back to Danbury. They try the dump. Lakota digs it up. Far side for Foose. Diving dig again on the Danbury side. Now back to Lakota. Beard will set it up now this time for Foose. They'll run again by Danbury. They set up up front for McDonald. They'll run again by Lakota. Here side will set it up for Miller. The Miller a little short on the attack. It'll go into the net. Ties it back up at 13 apiece. Yeah, it looked like Miller got a little bit of that more with her fingertips as opposed to her palm. Wasn't able to really get a lot of the power behind it that she needed. End up going right into the net there. Point for Danbury. Macy Brown now serving for Danbury. Set it up now for Lakota for Foose. Back on the Danbury side for McDonald. Dug out that time by Harmon. Beard will tap it over. Diving dig again from Danbury as Foose tried to slam that one down, but now back on the Lakota side. They try the dump, and the dump works to perfection that time from Emma Gregg for the Lakota point. Fantastic dump from Emma Gregg. That is exactly how you want to do it. You had the defense running around. You could tell that they were a little discombobulated, as it were. We were able to place that one very nicely. Beard now serving for Lakota, and then slammed through the wall that time from Mia McDonald for the Danbury point. It ties it up here at 14s apiece here in set number two. And you, you see what you see from the Danbury side. They have a couple players with the last name Brown and a couple players with the last name McDonald. And really, those four have been kind of the core of what they've done so far. Yeah, and that's that's kind of been the Danbury way for a while. I mean, that's no secret. A lot of schools out in this area, it's a family business kind of situation. Danbury will see if they can range over to that one. They can, but that one almost actually ended up towards us. That's how high that was dug out on trying to send it over for the free ball as it'll fall in favor of Lakota. They'll retake the one-point lead. I was optimistic it was souvenir day for a brief moment there. I think I could have come down with it. Are you sure? I mean, no, it's like 20 feet over our head by the time it got past us. But So if you have one more checks in for Lakota, she goes back to serve. So got that time by Harmon for Lakota. Goose will hit over on the far side. Danbury setting things up near side for Ella McDonald. Goose digs it out, but only able to do anything after that as it lands near the Lakota student section. It'll tie it up here at 15s now in set number two. And outside that one three-point lead that Lakota had when I believe it was 10 to 7, you have not seen it get much further than that for either of these squads. Thea Brickner now to serve for Danbury. Lakota will set up up front for Riley King, but King missed time to that one just a little bit as it falls short. Another point for Danbury. They retake the lead. That's a little short on that one once again. We've seen that a couple times where it's hitting off the fingers and not the palm, and that's kind of disrupting their ability to get some power behind it. Brickner still serving for Danbury. Lakota sets it up for King, and this time King... Able to slam that one down for the Lakota kill. Tie it back up at 16s. Like that. <laughs> and Nessa Road will check in for Lakota. Coming in for Grace Harmon. Kelsey Cassidy Foose back to serve for the Raiders. 
McDonald dig it up this time for Danbury. They set up up front for Mia McDonald. Will be saved by Lakota. End up sending it now over to Danbury on the free ball. Air side will set it up for Leah Brown. Dug out by Vitti. Far side, Nestle Road, able to get that one through the wall. As it will be on the Danbury side, as the call looks like a net violation up front against Danbury. Yeah, looks like they got 23 on that one. That is Kalani Owen. And a little bit of surprise again that the net violations they've been, I, I would say, rather ticky tack to say the least in this match. Danbury sets it up near side for Leah Brown. Vinny digs it up for Lakota. They'll set it up for King. Right in on the near sideline for the Lakota point as Coach uh, Keith Deaver not liking what he sees right now as he was complaining a little bit to the far side official. But Lakota now an 18 to 16 lead as they've now taken a little bit of a lead here in set number two. Lance Morse, Matt Common with you. Classic hits 96.7 WBVI online to WBVI.com. Match two of our doubleheader here tonight. Game one was Calvert taking down Old Ford and then Game two, Lakota able to strike first in the first set and starting to pull away just a little bit here in the second set after it's been rather back and forth. And I got to say, I'm kind of looking at both huddles right now. And for Coach Diebler, I mean, it's he's getting pretty animated. And there's a small part of me that whenever I see a coach do that at this level, got to question whether or not it's going to pan out for them because we, we've seen it backfire horrifically for some coaches. And in this situation as well, you're only down by two. To be fair, to be fair. Well, he is a basketball coach as well. To be fair, he did win a state title in basketball. Yeah, no, he, he knows what he's doing. There's no <laughs> getting around that. He does know what he's doing. It, it's just one of those where it's, uh, from a coaching perspective, he usually timed the animated ones around particular things. Maybe it's going to work for Danbury. We'll see because it's still a pretty close game. It's not like they've completely fallen off the rails here. Here we go, following the timeout. It's now on the Danbury side. Leah Brown will put that one down right in the middle of the Lakota defense for the Danbury point because their deficit down to one. And in the early stages, looks like the team is responding to it, which is good. And, and again, for Coach Tebler, that wasn't a criticism. It's just one of those, when you see it happen, you want to see what the next step is going to be, if it works or if it doesn't work. Lakota will set up on the far side and will be blocked that time up front by Danbury for another point. It'll Tie it up here at 18 apiece. Really good start here for Danbury out of the timeout. They, they're certainly showing something right now. And McDonald will get that one down for an ace for the Lakers as now they'll retake the lead 19 to 18. I'll say first time we've seen them have the lead, I believe since 12 to 11 or somewhere in that ballpark. Donald will continue to serve for Danbury and another ace for the junior middle hitter. That'll add on to the Danbury lead now up to two. We talked about earlier that center back row area defensively has been a point of issue for Lakota in the second set, and that's exactly where they're attacking right now on these serves. Lakota ends up sending it over to Danbury on the free ball. Set up backside attack out time for Leah Brown. Now back onto the Danbury side after the block. And that'll be just in on the back line. Another kill for Maggie Thompson. Just like that, Danbury taking a three-point lead. As now we'll see Coach Bakey take a timeout on the Lakota side. So just like that, a little back and forth is now Danbury pulls ahead now leading 21 to 18 here in the second set. And Matt, you 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 questioned what we were going to see from Danbury. They then rattled off five straight points. And they did, and that's exactly how you'd want that to go. If you're going to have the kind of timeout where it's like, hey, I'm kind of going to let my emotion show, kind of get after the team a little bit here. 
you, you don't do that just to make yourself feel better. You usually do that to light a fire under the team. And some coaches get that, other coaches don't, just to call it as is. Coach Debor, he, he's got a state title. He does get how to do that. And it certainly seems to be the case with Danbury right now, a 5-0 run coming out of that timeout. And Danbury putting themselves in a position right now to close out set two and force this one to a set four at some point. Ready to resume action here in the second set. Danbury, the 21-18 lead in this set so far. Lakota side, little joust on the net, now on the Danbury side. So hit it over. A great dump attempt that time for Emma Gregg and will work to perfection for the Lakota point. Not much you can do defensively there. A behind-the-head dump like that for Emma Gregg and placing it very nicely. Funny what her first name is, right? Emma. It, it, it's kind of a, like an Emma White special almost there. Danbury will set it up up front. Too strong on the attack. Another Lakota point on the air. Now their deficit back to one. And you're seeing the flip side for those timeouts for Coach Backey actually taking that timeout to kind of regroup the team a little bit. Now they're playing a little bit more mistake-free, getting it back to a one-point deficit. Danbury near side attack that time will go down for Leah Brown as Danbury will read that on to their lead back to two. And no surprise that's Leah Brown. First team All-SBC, 243 kills coming into tonight's matchup. Very, very talented player. Definitely the primary point of attack, the tip of the spear, as it were, for Danbury. As you see Callie Wonder now checking in for Danbury for the first time here tonight. He dug out up front. Lakota sets it up for Beard. Will be dug out though by Danbury. They'll set up near side for Leah Brown. Blocked back to Danbury. They'll set it up up front again, but it'll be blocked now. We'll see another dump that time. We'll see if Danbury can send it over. Yes, they can on the free ball. Set it up up front for Beard, and Beard slams that one down, but is too strong on the near side. Danbury's lead back to three. Very impressive what we've seen from Danbury in the back half of set number two here. They have really come on strong. Wonder will continue serving for Danbury. Lakota sets it up up front for Beard. And that will be last hit by Danbury and will be a point for Lakota. Makes it now 23 to 21. And Lakota needed that point. It was starting to turn to a bit of a rally and run away for Danbury. Get this point he there. Get the serve back on your side. Ideally, now you have Charlie Miller checking back in as part of the substitution and rotation here. You get a little bit more offense going, see if you can close this one out in some capacity. Danbury will set it up up front and will fall right in the middle of that Lakota defense for the Danbury point. Just like that, Danbury one point away from taking the second set. And this entire second set, that center area for Lakota, even front, Front row and back row, center defense has been a huge problem for them, and Danbury has executed and exploited it phenomenally. Brown now serving for Danbury, as we'll see that one slams down by Beard and will fall in favor of Lakota. So that'll make it 24 to 22, Lakota trailing by two. And we'll see if the freshman can play some hero ball here and make it a rally for Lakota. Grace Harmon now will go back to serve for the Raiders. And we'll send it over. Brown will get up this time for Danbury. Setting a far side for Thompson. First hit by Greg on the return. Greg will attack from the back row that time. Now back to Danbury. And they'll have their center masters end up sending it over once again. 
Coat ends up sending it to Danbury on the free ball. Set it up front for McDonald, but they will call a double hit against Danbury, and that'll make it now 24-23. Well, let's see if the rally can continue. Uh, again, I'll be candid, not sure if I saw the double hit necessarily there, but... Harden back to keep serving for Lakota. Brown first hit on the return. They're set up far side for Thompson. Tuck out now by Greg for Lakota. Fusel attack from the far side. Masters takes it up for Danbury. Near side, they set up McDonald. Blocked that time by Beard. Still on the Danbury side. Donald will try again. Tuck out by Harmon. Lakota sets it up for Beard. Blocked, but then saved perfectly by Miller. Now it's back on the Lakota side. Vidi will dig it up. Setting up up front for Beard and slams that one down for a big Lakota point, tying it up here 24 apiece. And that will result in Coach Diebler taking now his final timeout of this second set. And what a back and forth set it has been. We thought Lakota was going to pull away, then Danbury comes right back. And same thing, Lakota comes right back now, all tied up 24 apiece as well. At least play to 26 here in set number two, Lance Morris, Matt Common with the Classic. It's 96.7 WBVI online through WBVI.com. And, you know, just one of the underrated, you know, hits was the fact that Miller was in somehow the perfect position to save that one because otherwise we're about to start set three. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that, that ball had gotten past Beard on the deflection at the net. And Miller just happened to be the exact right spot to come up with that one to dig it out. And that turned into the point. You had the double hit there initially to get to 23, and then great attack by Beard to get to 24. We're playing at least to 26 now, and it's, this has lived up to billing. Um, we'll keep serving on the Lakota side. Danbury sets it up far side for Thompson. First hit by Vidi on the return. They set it up for Foose. Talk out by Leah Brown now for Danbury. Up front, they set it up for Thompson. Diving save from Greg. Vidi setting it up far side for Foose, and that'll fall right in the middle of the Danbury defense for a Lakota point, and just like that, now Lakota, one point away from taking the second set. Really not a whole lot you can do there. I mean, that was just, that was good defense, just the deflection got a little bit away. Physics gave them that point, not necessarily bad defense. Harmon still serving on the Lakota side. Danbury, setting up far side for Thompson. Then he hits it on the return. Setting it up for Foose, blocked back out of the Lakota side, but blocked out of play. Lakota comes back to take set number two, 26. The 24 will go ahead, step aside for a quick timeout, come back for the start of the third set here from Fremont. Goes into high school volleyball and Kowalski gets 96-7, WBVI. It's cash for cars at Warner Economy Corner in Findlay. Not much has changed with the shortage of good quality used cars, but Warner Economy Corner is looking to buy. At the corner of Blanchard and Blanchard, Warner Economy Corner is paying cash for cars. Bring your vehicle down to the guys at Warner Economy Corner and go home with cash in hand. Warner Economy Corner is buying cars and making deals. Open daily Monday through Friday. Great news, Fostoria. The new watershed near the corner of 4th and Finley Streets is now open. This watershed offers another convenient location in the southwest corner of town to purchase pure water. You can also use the watershed off of Plaza Drive. Both watersheds are open 24-7 every day of the year. 
So grab your quarters and your containers and head to the closest watershed near you. For more info, go to nwwsd.org. At Blanchard Valley Health System, we're looking for individuals to join our family of professionals. We require compassion, dedication, and the desire to make a difference in a fast-paced healthcare environment. Jobs are available in clinical and support services. We offer competitive wages and benefits. The culture of BVHS is unique and rewarding. Visit bvhealthsystem.org backslash careers to search our current openings. Blanchard Valley Health System, we're here for you. Are you thinking about new flooring for your home? Snyder's Floor Covering Outlet in Bettsville is here for you. You can either come to our store or they can bring the samples to you with many new carpet and vinyl styles and colors in stock. Snyder's also offers 12-month financing and no charge measuring and estimates. Call today, 986-5599. That's 986-5599. Stop in and see our newly renovated showroom. Thank you for continuing to support Snyder's Floor Covering. Snyder's Floor Covering. No job too big or too small. Snyder's does it all. Back we are about ready to start the third set of action here from Fremont Ross. You're sighted for today's action here on Classic. It's 96.7 WBVI online through WBVI.com. Lakota Storms back to win set number two, 26 to 24 after taking the first set, 25 to 20. Lance Morris, Matt Common here with you on Classic. It's 96.7, just about ready to start set number three. And it'll be Emma Gregg serving to start this one off here for Lakota. A little joust in the net still on the Lakota side, but then smacked right back by Miller back onto the Danbury side. Leah Brown to send it over. Now it'll be on the Lakota side. Back row attack for Cassidy Foose. See what Danbury is able to do up front. They send it up for McDonald. And McDonald will be able to power that one through the wall up front for the Danbury point as the Lakers strike first here in set number three. Yeah, and I like what Beard tried to do there at the net, trying to get it back to someone. Just was able to, wasn't able to get a clean hit on it, end up deflecting it straight down almost. Easy point there for Danbury as they take first point of the set. We'll see Callie Wonder now checking back in as she came in for the first time in that second set. She'll come back in to start this third set. Beard will take it out this time for Lakota. They'll set it up for Miller. So we'll see it back on the Danbury side as they'll set it up up front. Back now on the Lakota side. Near side attack for Miller. Back on the Danbury side as they'll try to send it over on the dump that time from Greg. Now back over to the Lakota side of things. Betty will set it up for a back row attack this time for Emma Gregg. Macy Brown will dig it up this time for Danbury. Near side for Leah Brown. She tries to go cross court for Lakota Rennie for it. Now Miller has to send it over though to Danbury for a free ball, but right in the middle of the defense where Danbury was not. Ties it up here at once in the third set. That just kind of floated on Danbury a little bit there as Charlie Miller tried to put that one in. And worth going for... Lakota seem, seem to be a little bit animated down there, so hopefully doing okay and kind of get back into the swing of things here with it being tied up. Grace Harmon now serving for Lakota. Back on Lakota's side, they'll set it up for Foose on the far side, and that'll be a little too strong on that far side, and will result in a Danbury point, they'll retake oh, the lead. Oh no, actually they no, call they're it gonna change, They're gonna change it up. Called another net violation against Danbury. And gives Lakota the point. So instead, Lakota will retake the lead here in set number three. Harmon now to serve again for Lakota. Diving save from Macy Brown. Blocked that time up front, and that was on another point for Lakota. 
They'll say too many hits on the Danbury side. Lacona now up three to one. And for Danbury there, obviously there was a play at the net, but it was very clear to not make it all the way over the net for Lakota to get credit for that block. So yeah, fourth hit there. And two, two unforced errors against Danbury in a road here. Danbury will get that over on the near side, but they'll say just out on the near side according to that line, Judge. So it'll be another point for Lakota. Yeah, good call there. I mean, it was untouched, but it did go outside of the antenna. So it didn't actually hit the antenna or anything like that. Just it was outside of it on that attack. Harmon still serving for Lakota. Danbury will set the bump up for Maggie Thompson. Diving save from Vitti. Greg ranging over to that one. Beard hits it over for the attempted free ball, but then was blocked up front by Thompson. Now it's back on the Danbury side. Diving save now from Lakota. Beard again. Now this time we'll get it over for the free ball to Danbury. That was accidentally sent over on a dump, and because of that, it results in an illegal hit on Danbury. Lakota's lead now 5-1. to one. I certainly seem to be keying on Maggie Thompson here as Coach Diebler used that timeout very, very early here as that was four straight points that were airs from Danbury. And almost as early as we saw Coach Reed take one in the uh, first set of the old Fort DeCalvert match. Yeah, honestly, I mean, it's if you're seeing things going off the tracks, it's better to get ahead of it than have to play catch up to it. So I, I get that point. I think this is more or less just trying to make an adjustment with Maggie Thompson because she's been tagged three points in a row here by the officials for a variety of errors. And it's, I'll be honest, it's been kind of hard to see what those errors were in particular. That fourth hit one seemed pretty clean and obvious to me just at the net, but the other two, the net violation then, the double hit just a moment ago, really having a hard time seeing those. So seemed like one of those timeouts for Coach Diebler to just have his player be like, Take a breath, take a beat, and let's get back out there and try and get back in this thing. So now we're ready to go following the timeout. Lakota leading 5-1 to one as they try to take this one here in straight sets over Danbury. Now back on the Lakota side. They'll set it up for Foose. Now on the Danbury side. Setting it up up front for Thompson. Now back to Lakota. Back row attack this time from Emma Gregg. Lakota will dig that one up. Around again, now on the Lakota side, near side for Miller, but Miller's attack a little short, it goes into the net for the point for Danbury. Yeah, Miller just having a little bit of attack issues as she as she's going up for it. Seems like she's actually catching more of the fingers again as opposed to the palm, which is where you want to hit it to try and get some power behind it. Seems like she's getting the fingers, which is a lot more touch, and not giving enough oomph behind it. Lou Brown will eventually have that one go down as an ace for her after the dig that time on the Lakota side now makes it five to three Lakota up by two but Danbury in possession as Brown will continue to serve we'll see Lakota set it up on the far side as Foose able to navigate the wall that time for the kill for Lakota adds on their lead back to three and Foose was very very close to a net violation in her own right there she was very close to that net I'm kind of impressed that she was able to hit the brakes as quickly as she did and Beard now goes back to serve for Lakota Almost an accidental free ball, but then he couldn't quite get that one over. Could Junik is now fall in favor of Lakota there, lead up to four. And Junik there, a good attempt, just unable to get it past the net, unfortunately. And another unforced error in favor of Lakota. It'll keep serving for Lakota. Set up far side for Thompson. Greg will dig it up this time. 
And they'll set it up and Miller ends up hitting it over for the free ball. And Murray again will get it over to Thompson as that will be dug out towards us here on this side of the floor into the stands as it falls in favor of Danbury, cuts into their deficit. Cuts into the deficit, gives Danbury the ball back, and now because of that, as part of the substitution rotation, we're going to see Miller and Beard both check out for the time being. So an opportunity for Danbury here to really make a bit of a run. Dakota will get that one through the wall up front from Cassidy Foose as that will fall in favor of the Rainers, their lead back to four. Pretty sure Cassidy Foose's face there said everything he needed to say about that particular attack. It was far from pretty, it was far from effective, but you know what, it landed and it worked. Bomer now goes back and she'll serve for Lakota. Near side for Ellen McDonald, and that'll fall right in the middle of that Lakota defense as Harmon was just a step or two behind that one as it'll fall in favor of Danbury. And Denver, they're keeping it close. I mean, really, you'll look at what's happened so far in this third set. I'd say four or five of the points that Lakota has gotten have come exclusively from unforced errors from Danbury or errors on attacks, errors on serves. So it's that they're making it still a competitive game, just they need to cut the errors out. And he sets it up again. It'll be Cassie first this time on the right side for the kill for Lakota. Again, gets their lead back up to four. Pretty sure she felt better about that one. And <laughs> she did about her previous one. So now we'll see Cassidy Foose go back to serve for Lakota as a part of the players named to do the second team in the SBC River. And that'll be just a little too strong for the service here. His point of possession will flip back to Danbury. And Cassidy Foose, a senior outside hitter for this team. I mean, she's really been a staple of Lakota sports her whole career. I mean, she really has been one of the names you hear time and time again, and no surprise seeing her get all SBC honors. It's Greg will tie the dump that time, but Danbury ready for it as they'll set it up for Brown, but it's blocked back over to Lakota, and then they'll be falling on Lakota's side for their point as it was hit out of play last time, touched by Danbury. Lakota's lead back to four. And a very good job there by Lakota. You could tell everyone wanted to try and consider hitting it, but decided against it. Good decision-making on the sideline. We'll see Cassie who ends up sending it over to Danbury for the free ball. So set it up up front and a big slam that time from Mia McDonald for the kill for Danbury. Nicely done by McDonald. A very good attack from Mia McDonald. Honorable mention SBC this year as a junior for that middle hitter position. And you know, she, she does some good things. She really does. Well, Mia McDonald goes back to serve for Danbury. We'll see Lakota set it up for Beard. It was blocked, but then... Trying to save it, did Vitti as it'll fall in favor of Danbury. For Vitti, that might be one that she would want back at some point. That looked like it was starting to go out of bounds, but she still made a play at it. Yeah, McDonald will continue to serve for the Danbury side. Goes to dig it up for Lakota. Craig sets it up up front for Beard. They're going to find Brown now for Danbury. Seven to four on the far side. Now back to Lakota. Nesterode will end up hitting it over that time. Danbury near side for Leah Brown. Rudy digs it up for Lakota. Set up up front for Beard. Dug out again by, by Danbury. Near side for Leah Brown. Diving save from Foose. Almost set it up for Nessa Rota. She'll hit it over. Danbury sets it up up front. Back to the Lakota side. Up front again for Beard. Almost falls, but Danbury able to save it. Sent over again. Another dive from Vitti. 
It'll be a back row attack this time, and will fall in favor of Lakota as Bomer able to get that one to fall for the kill of her own. Very nice placement there. It's been a lot of soft attacks from Lakota there, and it finally did pay off as they got the defense a little bit resting on their laurels. And we're able to get a nice placement on the sideline there for the point. And McGregor now back to serve for Lakota. 11-8 they lead here in the third set. As that one will be last touched by Lakota as it goes in favor of Danbury. Cuts her deficit back to two. And the official on that back line there, he initially was indicating they were just out of bounds, but then he saw why it went out of bounds. Good, good job adjusting that on the fly. There would have been some unnecessary confusion there. So we'll see Danbury go back on the serve. Cali Wonder now to serve for the Lakers. 11-9 your score here in the third set. Lakota the two-point lead. A little bit of confusion down there. Lakota will set up on the far side for Miller, but will be blocked up front that time. Lead player was Maggie Thompson for Danbury. Cubs are deficit back to one. Again, good attack by Miller. Just been having a little bit of air issues, I guess you would say, trying to get over the net on some of her attacks. Lakota sets it up. Back row attack that time from Foos, but goes into the net for the air as it'll now make it 11-11 to 11 here in the third set. And make that a bit of a recurring problem now for Lakota. That's a couple in a row that we've seen that just went right into the net. Wonder still serving on the Danbury side. Lakota sets it up for Nesselrode, and that will fall in favor of, again, Danbury, though, after the deflection. Adding on to their lead now as they'll retake the lead. And this is a moment for Danbury that they really need. they got to be able to get a bit of a rally here, down two sets already. you got to close out this third set. you got to get the win here, otherwise your season's over. Lakota sets it up up front for Beard, and Beard slams that one down for a powerful kill as it'll tie it up here at 12s. She has definitely got some strength in that right arm when she goes on the attack. My goodness. Grace Harmon going back to serve now for Lakota. Danbury sets it up up front. Blocked that time, but will fall on the side and in favor of Danbury as they'll add on and retake the lead once again. Back to a one-point lead for Danbury. And that for what we've seen from the Danbury squad, it's they are doing good. They're really making a game of this. They just got to hold on to one of these leads at some point. And a brown knock for Danbury. Lakota sets it up and Foose will tap it over, but it's just a little too strong as she was trying to put some English on that one. But Danbury's lead now up to two as we'll see the timeout taken. Right, Madison Bankey on the Lakota side. Danbury now leading 14 to 12 here in this third set of action. Lance Morris, Matt Common with the Classic. It's 96.7 WBVI online through WBVI.com. And again, you know, recurring theme. Matt with it being back and forth, back and forth. And now Danbury starting to find a little bit of an edge here in this set. Yeah, they're finding a little bit of an edge because the issues that we saw in set two for Danbury and earlier in this set have kind of transferred vicariously through the power of osmosis over to Lakota. We're seeing a lot of unforced errors on the Lakota side here. You know, throw hits into the net, a little bit of misses on the serves. It's 
so, some of those things that were giving Danbury struggles and issues earlier in this third set and through a majority of set number two kind of starting to manifest themselves on the Lakota side and Danbury's taking advantage of it. They're doing a good job taking advantage of it. So we're about ready to go here in the third set. Each team has used one timeout so far in this third set. Leah Brown back to serve on the Danbury side. And he digs that one up for Lakota. Far side for Foos, blocked back over to Lakota and then slammed right back down by Thompson up at the front line for the Danbury point. As I think Coach Debor, I think they're arguing, you know, I think they called it a Lakota point and Coach Debor wants an explanation. Yeah, I think they're going to say that as it came down, it was actually last touched with the joust at the net that was last touched by Danbury, which is reasonable and that's how it should be, but it also seems like Danbury may have had a net violation as part of it as we have a service error right there against Beard. This point of possession back over to Danbury. They lead 15 to 13 here in set three. Lakota trying to take this one here in straight sets, but Danbury not going away just yet as we see Macy Brown now back to serve for Danbury. Set things up far side for Riley King, but Danbury digs it up. Going up tapping it over. Greg first to hit it on the return. Set it up for Foos on the far side. Back over now to Danbury. Set it up near side for McDonald. Vitti digs it up for Lakota. Far side to set it up for Foos. And that'll be in on the near side corner for the kill from Cassidy Foos. Cuts Lakota's deficit back to one. Critical point there for Lakota. Absolutely critical point. They needed that one to try and get back into this thing. Only a one point deficit, so not really try. It's a close game. Just you need to get the serve on your side to have a shot here. Palmer now back to serve on the Lakota side as McDonald hits that over back to Lakota. They'll set it up for Riley King, but they'll give the point to Danbury as they will call a double hit against Lakota. And again, I mean, in a close game like this, it's going to be the unforced errors that really make the difference. And right now, Lakota's making more of them. We see Kalani Owen now back to serve for Danbury after checking it back into the game. And he digs it up this time for Lakota. They set it up for King, blocked right back onto the Lakota side up front. They blocked that time from Mia McDonald for Danbury, their lead back to three. Yeah, and really right now you just, you, you feel the momentum going on Danbury's side, you really do. Lakota now will set it up a back row hit as it'll be sent over for the free ball now to Danbury. Near side for McDonald, but that'll be a little too strong that time as Harmon lets that one fall in favor of Lakota. Cuts their deficit back to two. Great decision by Harmon letting that one go. You could tell she was really thinking about going after it on the attack to try and dig that one out, but it decided the last minute to let it go. Good decision. Cassidy Foose will go back and serve for Lakota. And that will fall in favor of Lakota as not sure exactly what happened to Owens. I don't know if she just misplayed exactly where she was planning to set that one up, but it falls in favor of the Raiders. I think more than anything, she misplayed her footing. It seemed like she actually had lost her footing as she was trying to dig that one out. Danbury will set it up up front, blocked that time by King back to Danbury. Diving save now from Lakota, and will be sent back over now to Danbury. Set up on the near side for Ellen McDonald. She tries to go cross court. Lakota ready. Back row attack now from Foose. 
Back onto the Danbury side. Near side again for Ellen McDonald. Diving save from Foose. Center ball front for King. King, though, much too strong with it that time as it falls in favor of Danbury. Danbury extends their lead back to two. It's 18 to 16. I mean, you can see right now that Lakota still a little bit on the attack, even though they're having some unforced errors because they got a little bit of house money to work with up two sets already. But got to start tightening things up here. Otherwise, you're going to be going to set number four in a hurry. Yeah, Brickner now serving just barely got that one over the net. King has to then end up sending it over for the free ball. They set it up up front, dug out by Foose. Now King again will attack, and that'll be just a little too strong as it goes out of play. Another point for Danbury, their lead back to three. Just barely out of bounds. That, that was so close. Brickner still serving on the Danbury side. They set it up near side for King, and King will slam that one through for the Lakota kill as that'll cut the deficit back to two. Riley King listed the program with 187 kills, 14 aces, 18 blocks, second team SBC this season, as that was just announced earlier this afternoon. And as a junior, I mean, she's certainly playing a little bit of hero ball there with that one. King now goes back to serve for Lakota, and that attack will be a little too strong on the Danbury side. And just like that, Lakota's deficit down to one. It's 19 to 18. Got to give Lakota credit. They have not been taking the bait on those back row attacks. They've kind of been letting them go if they look like they might be out of bounds. And so far, they've been pretty right on those. Back on the Lakota side after the volley. Wound up sending it over now to Danbury on the free ball. Near side for Brown. Dug out by King. Almost an accident on the free ball. Greg then tried to send it over. King will send it back over. Now back onto the Danbury side. Right again by King. Almost an accidental free ball once again, and this time will go down as a Danbury point as it was too many hits on the Lakota side. Danbury's lead back to two. I say Lakota did slightly get away with an uh, extra hit on the previous portion of that volley, but good effort again by Danbury. They've done a great job digging some of these out. And McDonald now back to serve for Danbury. Lakota sets it up up front for Beard. Almost blocked and now on the Danbury side. Now Lakota has to send it over now to Danbury on the free ball. Up front, they'll set it up for Thompson. Lakota, now it'll be Beard sending it over to Danbury on another free ball. Set it up again for Thompson, hit by Foose. Now will be sent back over now to Danbury. Near side attack, they get that one through the wall. Accidental free ball now quickly back on the Lakota side. Greg tries the dump. Danbury ready for it. Air side will set it up for Brown. Diving save from Vinny for Lakota. Set up on the far side and blocked up front for the Danbury block as that'll make it now 21 to 18. Danbury the lead. And we'll see another timeout taken by Lakota. Again, 21-18. Your score, Danbury trying to steal this third set, take it to a fourth. I, I mean, steal the set, definitely one way of putting it. For my money, though, I, I think Danbury's played the better set here. They really have. I mean, Lakota, a lot of unforced errors, a lot of mistakes here and there throughout the start of the set. And I'd say in the middle, they've kind of cleaned it up here towards the tail end to get a bit of a rally back into this one. But at the end of the day, I mean, Danbury's done a phenomenal job in set three here, actually getting themselves in position to capitalize once those unforced errors happen. And doing some good things in their own right, too. I mean, they've been making some good attacks. They've been making some good dumps when the opportunities have presented themselves. So uh, Danbury's played a great set. I mean, it's a testament to both these teams how close this match still is. Only a three-point deficit. 
21-18. Still really could be anyone's set at this point. Just the way Danbury's been executing, I kind of get the feeling they might come away with this one here. Ready to go following the timeout as Lakota takes their final timeout of this third set. Mimi McDonald now to serve for Danbury. Lakota will set it up up front. Now back into the Danbury side. Near side for Brown. Dug out by Vinny now for Lakota. Up front for Beard. Now it's on the Danbury side once again. They'll set it up for Leah Brown. And that'll be a little too strong for the attack as that'll fall in favor of Lakota. Their deficit back down to two. It's 21 to 19 as we'll see Charlie Miller check back into the game now for Lakota. And for Charlie Miller, definitely an opportunity to help close things out here at the net. Very talented defender at the net. Almost an accidental free ball, and Beard was able to in part send that one back where it came from. Makes it now 21 to 20. Lakota down by just one. Timeout seemed to have paid off for Lakota so far. 2-0 after the timeout. Greg will keep serving for Lakota. We'll see Danbury end up sending it to Lakota on the free ball. Greg will set it up up front for Beard. Back onto the Danbury side. Setting it up over. Diving save from Vinny. Greg hits it back over. Danbury up front for Thompson. Foose will dig it up. Uh, Foose end up sending it from the back row this time. Dug out again by Danbury. Near side for Leah Brown. And that'll fall in the middle of the Lakota defense for the Danbury point. Their lead now back to two. It's 22 to 20. We said these be close. We, we, we have not been lying to you. I mean, my goodness. Foose will dig it out for Lakota on the return. Beard's attack too strong as that goes out of play. Another point for Danbury, now 23 to 20 they lead. Bit of a surprise there. I really thought that one did catch a piece of a Danbury player, but I guess not. Foose digs it up again for Lakota. Foose ends up sending it from the back row this time. Danbury near side for Leah Brown. Now on to the Lakota side. It'll be another back row attack from Foose. Just barely got over that time. Set it up up front for Thompson. Timing save again from Foose, and Lakota tried to get it over, but they were unable to do so. Now it's 24-20. Danbury now one point away from taking this third set. Set point here. Gotta have, possibly force a fourth set. Danbury now to serve. Foose will dig it up. Greg ranging over. Baird ends up sending it over to Danbury on the free ball. Setting it up up front for Thompson. Foose will dig it up. Greg up front. Taps over, joust of the net, won by Danbury. And Danbury will, in fact, win set number three by a score of 25 to 20. We'll go ahead, set aside for a quick time, and we'll come back for the start of the fourth set here from Fremont Ross. You're listening to High School Volleyball on Cole Alaska's 96.7 WBVI. Welcome to Bigby Coffee, your home away from home that picks you up and leaves you in a better mood than when you arrived. No matter who you are, we know we'll have a drink for you, and her, and him. You see, here at Bigby, we can customize our drinks for each person, dairy or no dairy, coffee or no coffee. We've got you covered, hot, iced, or frozen. Bigby Coffee is one of a kind, just like you. With locations on Tiffin Avenue and Trenton Avenue in Finley to serve you. 
Looking for a job with a great company? Ropey Corporation has several positions available. They have general labor positions with a starting pay of $19.41 an hour with a raise after 90 days. There are currently second and third shift positions open. To apply, go to ropey.com and find career opportunities under the company tab. Come work for one of Northwest Ohio's best companies, privately held and family driven. We are here from Fremont Rossor. Site for today's action here, Division 4 District Semifinals here from Fremont Ross. Lance Morris back on with you. Classic at 96.7 WBVI online through WBVI.com as we now go to a fourth set for the first time here today between both matches as Danbury able to win set number three, 25 to 20 after Lakota won the first set, 25 to 20, and then the second set, 26 to 24. As we're about ready to start this fourth set of action and Man, it'll be uh, interesting to see how Lakota's, you know, kind of able to bounce back after Danbury was able to, in fact, take that third set. Yeah, and I mean, the, the fact of the matter is, in that third set, it really seemed like Lakota kind of got in their own head a little bit at different points. And I mean, we've seen that in other sports. We've seen that in other types of postseason competition. It's, I, I don't know, it seems like the energy level is vastly different between the Lakota side versus the Danbury side. Obviously, Danbury just won a set, but even in that third set, when it was still very close, that it didn't seem like there was the same energy level or excitement level from Lakota. It's ho hopefully that's something that corrects itself because it seemed like they may have again just got in their own heads a little bit with the amount of unforced airs they had, and see if they're able to rally and close it out here in set number four. As we'll see if Danbury can get over for the free ball, and yes, they can. Had to go almost over their entire bench to save that one. As though it will fall in the middle of the Danbury defense for the Lakota point as Nesselrode able to navigate that one has it fall. Yeah, nice job by Nesselrode on that one. It was good volley back and forth. It definitely did a good job with it. Just when you have to dive into your own bench, you're down a defender at that stage. And Nesselrode was able to attack that open space. And McGreg back to serve for Lakota. Sets it up up front, blocked that time by Queen Beardy. Big block from the freshman allows the Lakota add on. They now have a 2 0 lead here in set number four. And honestly, for Lakota, this is exactly what they needed to get started. Two good points right off the jump, not from errors, not from mistakes, just them playing good volleyball. And it just happened right there again. Good awareness from Greg after the accidental free ball from Masters as she had to range over to try and save that one as she just let it fall in favor of another Lakota point as they now lead three to nothing here in this fourth set. As I think we're gonna see a net violation on Masters who went under the net that time and they will in fact call the net violation. Lakota now a four nothing lead here in set number four. Yeah, nothing Alara Masters could really do on that one. It was just going after the ball, just couldn't hit the brakes nearly fast enough. Thompson though able to power that one in for the kill for Danbury for their first point of this fourth set. And give Danbury credit. I mean, the, the energy level is still there from them. They still seem pretty ambient that they're getting after it a little bit. It's it. Coach Diebler's got his team kind of pumped up, even though they're down 4 1. That'll go down as an ace for Leah Brown after it's hit a few times on the Lakota side of things. Makes it now 4 2 in this fourth set. And if you're a Danbury fan, this is the kind of response you'd want to see from Lakota getting a. 4-1 jump early in set number four. Brown still serving on the Danbury side. 
Boda sets it up on the far side from Miller. Down to the Danbury side. We'll send it up for Ella McDonald. Dug out by Vitti. Up front, we'll send it up for Beard. Dug out that time by Masters for Danbury. Thompson will try and get that one through, but we'll be blocked up front, and that'll be blocked up front by the combination of Beard and Miller for another Lakota point, making it 5-2 to two in this fourth set. Definitely a good front net attack and defense there for Lakota. You've seen it most of the night. They've done a really good job with it. And going to be, if Lakota is the team that ends up coming away from this game tonight and plays Calvert at the district finals, that's going to be an area of a bit of a battle with like Bryn Meyer and Caroline Lanichek versus Beard and, uh, Char for, uh, my apologies, uh, yeah, Charlie Miller. Danbury sets it up on the far side. A little strong on the attack that time from Maggie Thompson. Another point for Lakota. They now lead 6-2. to two. And something to be said that the energy level is still pretty high on the Danbury side, but maybe a little too high at this point as they're now really having to hit sail on them as they're really trying to power those back to the back row again. Harmon continuing to serve on the Lakota side. Blocked up front by Miller. Now back on the Lakota side. Sending it up for Beard and blocked by Danbury, but they block it out of play. Another point for Lakota. They now lead 7-2, to two, and we'll see Coach Diebler take his first time out of set number four. Again, Lakota, the 7-2 lead here in set number four as they are now trying to close this one out here in four sets after dropping the third set. Yeah, and you know what? They're off to a good start. They are definitely off to a good start here for Lakota, and you're, you're seeing the momentum start to go back in their favor. You're also seeing the energy level start to go back in their favor as well. It, needless to say, I mean, this has been three very close sets up to this point. I mean, 25-20, 26 24, 20-25. So... It, both these teams, they've, they've been at this a decent bit. I mean, real time, it's almost 10 after 9. This game started at about 7.35, 7.40, somewhere in that ballpark. So, But both these teams exerting a lot of effort and energy here. It's going to come down to combination of conditioning and fundamental play as to who's probably going to come out ahead in this match, the way this one continues to go. And right now, seems to be favoring Lakota just a little bit. Ready to go following the timeout. It'll be Grace Harmon now to serve for Lakota. Masters ends up setting it up near side for Ellen McDonald. Vinny digs it up for Lakota. Far side for Foose. Blocked back over to Lakota as that was blocked up front by Maggie Thompson. That time for Danbury. Yeah, nice job there on the block at the net. Really not much you could do otherwise if you're Lakota. Just try and get back into play. But by the time they did that one was already pretty much under the net. Casey Brown now serving for Danbury. Dakota setting it up for Foose. Cross court kill. And that'll fall to perfection for Cassidy Foose. Adds on to the Lakota lead. It's back up to five. I will say if Danbury is the one that somehow comes out of this, takes it to set five and wins, those cross court attacks have been very, very deadly against them. That's something where Allie Porter against this team could really dominate in that matchup. Danbury get that one down for the kill out of the hand of Mia McDonald. Cuts her deficit back to four. And just, again, good play from Danbury. I mean, we were expecting this to be a good back and forth, and that still is the case. I mean, a four-point lead for Lakota right now seems to be the biggest, probably one of the biggest leads outside of that 7-2 that we've seen so far tonight. Lakota setting up up for, for Riley King. Now onto the Danbury side. Set it up for Ella McDonald. She'll go cross court with it. Dug out by Harmon. Set it up for Miller. Axe on the free ball now back over to Lakota. They'll set it up for King up front. And that'll be just in on the near side for the Lakota point as their lead up to five. 
and Riley King, very nice job there. 187 kills, another second team SBC player on this Lakota squad and good attack there and nice job getting in an angle where the deflection wouldn't work. Palmer will check in for Lakota, she'll go back to serve. Avery sets that one up for McDonald, now back on the Lakota side for Foose. She's barely able to get that one over, but another one that just happened to work for Cassidy Foose. Another point for Lakota, their lead up to six. Yeah, Cassidy Foose has had a few of those where it's like, hey, it worked. That's really what matters at this point. Homer will continue to serve on the Lakota side. Locked up front by Riley King, another point for Lakota as they'll continue to add on to their lead. Yeah, and really now Lakota is starting to pull away. I think Danbury exerted a lot of energy and effort in that third set to come away with that win. I, I'm not sure they necessarily have that much gas left in the tank, as it were. Lakota setting up far side for Foose. Now over to Danbury. Near side for McDonald. Turned again by Lakota. Up front for King. That'll fall and in on the near side corner for another point for Lakota. As now 12 to 4 is your score. As Coach Deaver will, in fact, now use his final timeout. And you can tell, thought long and hard about if he was going to end up calling that timeout at this point in the proceedings. Because that's already now his second and final timeout. Your score is 12 to 4 here in set number four. Yeah, I mean, it's a tough call. I mean, at this stage, do you call a timeout to try and rally the troops, try and get them a little more motivated, try and get them back to being animated? Again, do you call the timeout really just to give them a breather? Because to be perfectly honest, the last two timeouts have been called in the previous sets and even between set three and set four. Coach Diebler had the team back out there maybe within 10, 15 seconds. I mean, it was very quick timeouts, very quick getting them back out on the floor. It's maybe you use this timeout just to let them regroup for a second, catch a breather, get a blow or two to try and get back in this one. But now you're running a major risk. You don't get to stop this thing at any point. It is entirely up to Lakota to stop this thing in some capacity with timeouts. So a you know, little bit high risk, high reward. If you get them to rally and get back in this one, it pans out. But if it starts to be a runaway for Lakota, there's no way for you to stop it now. Ready to go following the timeout as Bowman will keep serving on the Lakota side. Danbury now sets it up on the near side attack. Diving save from Vitti. Bruce will try hitting it over, but this time comes up a little short as it goes into the net for the attack. Airs, it'll flip back over now to Danbury. And for Foose, she's had a couple of those. I mean, sometimes it's paid off, other times it has. In that instance, it didn't. And now for Danbury, it's, it's got to be rally time. No other way to get around it. You have to put up a nice rally here and get back in this one in a hurry. Lakota will set it up for Riley King. And then will be deflected all the way in front of the far side official right in front of their chair over there as it'll fall in favor of Lakota. Their lead back to eight. And Harmon checking out. It looks like Nestle Road checking back in. And not surprised. I mean, obviously, that's their substitution. That's their rotation. But also Nessa Road being on the front line. She's been great on those cross-court attacks right along the net. That'll be in on the back line. That time for the kill from Aaliyah Brown for Danbury. So cut into their deficit. And I'll give... Lakota, a good bit of credit here defensively. They have kept Leah Brown relatively in check. I mean, 243 kills coming into tonight. Can't imagine she has more than six or seven on the night overall at this point. Lakota setting up a back row attack that time from Foose, but definitely was not ready for that one. It actually went under the net. Yeah, uh, Foose definitely not pleased with that. She was upset as she let that one go. 
Oh, wow. And they go right at Foos, and she's unable to return the next one, so it falls as an ace for Danbury, now cutting it down to five. I would say for her teammates definitely kind of need to rally around her a little bit, let her get back in check, as she definitely seems very, very frustrated right now. Lakota setting it up this time for Riley King, and they will say that one goes in favor of Danbury. I thought that might have been deflected, but they will say it was not and will be a point for Danbury. Danbury, there. I give Coach Diebler a lot of credit. Every time he has called a timeout, there has been a bit of a rally for Danbury, and it holds true once again. She had a chuckle about something. The ball went all the way back into their cafeteria, and it took a little extra time to get the ball back. That was a pretty good hit. Nessarote will get that one through the wall that time as Danbury then unable to cleanly return that one. So it falls in favor of Lakota, and looks like that they'll re-add on to their lead. You got to give Danbury credit, though. I mean, they cut it down to a four-point lead at one point here. If they can try and keep the rally going, I mean, they certainly have cut into it since their timeout. King now back to serve for Lakota. Brown will get that one over now to Lakota. They'll set it up for King on the back row. Now Brown will set up near side for Leah Brown. She tried to go cross court with it, but came up a little short as it falls in favor of Lakota. It's now 15 to nine here in the fourth set. Now Lakota has an opportunity to pull away here if they can get a couple more points. King will keep serving for Lakota. Amory sets it up for Brown. Foose will dig it up. Set it for King in the back row this time. A little too strong. It falls in favor of Danbury. Cuts the deficit back to five. And King checking out as we're going to see. Looks like Aubrey Vitti checking back in here as Libero. See Leary Masters check back in on the Danbury side. She'll go back and serve. Definitely the person who went back there. 39 aces on the season coming into tonight. Lakota will set it up. They'll end up sending it over now on the free ball to Danbury. Masters far side for Thompson. Diving save from Vitti. Set it up for Beard up front, and that'll fall in favor of Lakota after the block up front. Adds on to the lead now for Lakota. Back to six. Hey, you saw that one getting set up in a big way there. I mean, Beard was able to dig that one out. Get it very nicely over to Nesselrode, and then Nesselrode just teed her up beautifully for that one. Danbury will set it up on the far side for Brown. Turned by Miller, but then Nesselrode was not ready for that one as it falls in favor of Danbury. Cuts it back to a five-point match. A little bit of a miscommunication there between Nesselrode and Miller. And again, Danbury hanging in there. I mean, it, it was starting to be a bit of a runaway. They had a nice little rally after the timeout. Now see if they can maintain it. Brown now serving for Danbury. They'll set it up for Miller on the front row for Lakota the Danbury side and they'll get that one through the wall as it'll be last touched by Lakota for another Danbury point cuts it down to four that's been the closest that they've been at so far this set I mean they, they've gotten it back down to four they just haven't been able to break that four point deficit barrier Let's see if they can do it here Lakota setting it up now for Queen Beard and Beard will slam that one down for the Lakota point get their lead back to five now we're seeing Harmon checking back in for Lakota as well as another another hit going all the way out into the cafeteria. So we'll see Grace Harmon go back and serve for Lakota. They lead 17 to 12 here in the fourth set, trying to take this one in four sets to advance to the district title on Thursday. Danbury sends it up on the far side for Thompson, and that'll fall in the middle of the Lakota defense for the kill for Danbury as that'll 
Cut it back to a four point set once again. Ben, just once again, they, they just need to be able to break that four point barricade to get back in this one in some capacity. Hats off to Lakota, they really haven't let them get any closer. Diving save from Dan Berry as they get it back onto the Lakota side. Betty setting it up on the far side for Foose. Took out by Ellen McDonald now for Dan Berry. Set it up on the far side. Now it'll be dug out again. Lakota sets it up near side this time for Miller. Her attack was short even if it had gotten up there. McDonald was ready to send that one back. It's now a three-point set. And finally able to break that as mentioned. Let's see if Dan Berry can keep this going, get that rally underway that they desperately, desperately need. Lakota setting up far side for Foose, blocked back to Lakota. Harmon ends up sending it back over. Blocked again, now back to the Danbury side. Blocked again that time, Beard comes away with the big block for Lakota. Riaz on to the lead, back to four. Very impressive effort from Beard. Again, the fact that she's a freshman, kind of same thing as Bryn Meyer. It's th there are two incredible freshmen in the SBC that really stand out. Beard, obviously, is the real deal. Beard now serving for Lakota. They tried the slide set that time from Danbury, but Lakota ready for it. McDonald blocked up front by King. Now it's on the Lakota side again. They'll again set it up for King, and this time King will power that one in for the Lakota kill. Their lead back to five. And it was, it did turn out to be a pretty decent timeout earlier when he, Coach Diebler used the second one, but I got to imagine now that's getting a little closer to crunch time here, pr probably wishes that he still had that. Now we'll go with the back row attack that time from Macy Brown. Lakota far side for Foose. Diving save and will fall in favor of a kill for Cassidy Foose as Lakota again adds on to their lead. It's now 20 to 14 here in the fourth set. And what had gotten down to is close to a three point difference now back up to six as Lakota looking to close things out and punch their ticket to the district final. Danbury near side sets it up for Ella McDonald. Here digs that one up. Harmonist will range over to it. Higgins is sending it over down to Danbury for the free ball. Up front will be blocked. Now back on the Lakota side. They set it up for King. She's blocked right back as it's still on the Lakota side as they get it over for the free ball, but it was too many hits, so it will go in favor of Danbury. And once again, an opportunity for Danbury here. You get the serve once again. You kind of stop the rally that you had Lakota go on there. Get an opportunity here to get one of your own. You had a nice one after the timeout. Don't have a timeout to regroup and recalibrate yourselves with at this stage. Got to dig deep and take this one to set five if you're Danbury. Lakota setting it up on the far side for King. Then we see Danbury attempt to go cross court with it, but come up a little shy as it falls in favor of Lakota. Their lead now up to six is 21 to 15. That was a brutal one there. That was great placement. Had it been able to get over the net, that would have fallen for a big point in favor of Danbury. Just did not get the luck of the hit on that one. And four away here from, once again, district final matchup for Lakota. Sophia Bomer now back to serve for Lakota. Danbury sets it up up front. Now back onto the Lakota side. Foose will get that one through. Danbury sets it up. On the opposite side, now back to Lakota. Foose will try and get it over, and she will. Danbury now near side for Ellen McDonald. Blocked that time by King, back to Danbury. Set it up up front once again, now back to Lakota. 
Boost will try and get it over. Another diving save from Danbury. Will McDonald get it over? Yes, she will. Vitti digs it up this time for Lakota. Near side for King on the slide set, and that will go to perfection off of the deflection that time from Danbury. Lakota now up 22 to 15. Very good execution on the slide set. You saw Danbury attempt it. He kind of was all for not on their side, but Lakota, great job on that slide set. Great execution and three away. Bomer now back to keep serving for Lakota. Danbury gets that one through. Lakota will set up opposite side for Foose. Now back to Danbury. McDonald tries to get it through. Biddy digs it up, but a bit of miscommunication is no one was over there that time for Lakota, so it'll fall in favor of Danbury. The classic, you got it. No, you got it situation. <laughs> Thea Brickner now back to serve for Danbury. They trail Lakota 22 to 16 here in set number four. Lakota setting it up up front for King. You see Brown digs it up for Danbury. Near side for Leah Brown blocked back over to Danbury. They'll try again on the far side, and they'll get that one down right in the middle of the Lakota defense for another Danbury point. And that center part of the defense once again for Lakota. We saw it in set three. We saw it at different stages of set two. Seeing it here at the tail end of set number four. And, I mean, being three points away, you really got to tighten up the defense and close things out here. Diving save as we'll see Lakota ends up sending it over to Danbury on the free ball. Set up up front, McDonald's attack too strong on the near side for the Lakota point, and it's now 23 to 17. Much needed point there for Lakota. Makes it two away from closing this one out. You're able to get your rotation, get the substitution out there as um, Nestle Road back into the game. Danbury sets it up near side for Leah Brown, and Brown will get that one down for a Danbury kill. Makes it now 23 to 18. Another good attack from Brown. We've seen when she has gotten the opportunity to be on the attack, she really has lived up to billing in that regard. And McDonald now goes back to serve for Danbury. Who's first to hit it on the return? King will get it over. Danbury setting it up up front, and that'll fall right in front of the Lakota part of the middle four for another Danbury point. Makes it 23-19. Well, they, they continue to be close. <laughs> McDonald will continue to serve for Danbury. Lakota sets it up up front for King. Diving save, and then will fall in front of the net for the Lakota point. Lakota now one point away from taking this one in four sets. You'd say match point here as we're going to see Beard check back in to replace. Uh, my apologies, that was Vitti. King's serve will go into the net for the air as it'll flip back over to Danbury. Lakota leading 24 to 20. Man, these have just been close sets, every single one of them. My goodness. Here, Masters goes back to serve now for Danbury. Lakota setting up up front for Beard, and the freshman will punch their ticket to the district finals on Thursday. They'll take on Calvert for the chance to go to the regional semis. Great game from Lakota. Great game from both teams, honestly. I mean, really great performances across the board. And <laughs> made for a very thrilling one. At the end of the day, came down to the unforced airs. You saw Danbury just make a couple more towards the tail end of set four there. And 
That, that, that proved to be the difference as now Lakota moving on and they get to take on Calvert. I'm not sure how much of a prize that may in fact be, but th this Lakota team, certainly an impressive squad. They seem very, very talented and got a lot of quality players on their side. So again, Lakota able to take this one here in four sets over Danbury, advance to the district finals. There again, they will take on Calvert. I'll be right back here Thursday night here at Fremont Ross. And of course, before we go, like you said, Matt, just a back and forth match. Danbury, you know, had the slightest of edges in that third set to come away with the win after a really back and forth set too, where it was 26-24. And like you said, Danbury might have just ran out of steam a little bit near the end. Well, and really what it boils down to is, again, on four stairs, when you have an evenly matched back and forth like this, it's going to come down to who makes less mistakes, and who's playing a little more fundamentally sound. And at the end of the day, Lakota was just a little bit more mistake-free. Ma make no mistake, they were making mistakes as well throughout this game. There was a lot of unforced errors on their part too, but by the time you got to the tail end, Danbury had just made a few more, and that's really the difference here. And, I mean, it, it is a shame, I mean, for the senior squad, at Leah Brown, Maggie Thompson, Alira Masters, Kelly Junick, and then that, I do believe that is it for the senior squad for Danbury. But I mean, first district appearance since 1997. This team's really started to come on strong, put in a good effort today. But yeah, I, I completely agree with what you said, kind of echoing what I said earlier. It just really felt like in that fourth set, Danbury just quite literally ran out of gas. I mean, how many of those were hits that just didn't have as much strength behind them as they did in the previous sets or the defense rotating through or trying to coalesce around the ball and trying to get to a spot where they could dig it out were just unable to do so. It, I really feel like they exerted so much of their emotion and effort in set two and then continued it in the set three that they, they just didn't have enough left in the tank in set four there. And I'll, I'll give Coach Diebler credit when he called the timeout. It looked like it was going to be a little bit risky calling that timeout with 12-4. Uh, but they were able to make a nice rally, climb back into it, make it as low as a three-point deficit at different stages. Just unfortunately, again, they just did not have enough left in the tank, it seemed like. And it, it, it's a shame that it goes down that way. Both teams had great performances. This was definitely a very entertaining game. I hope everyone enjoyed it. Listening back at home, this was this was a good one. Just at the end of the day, Dan Barry made a few more mistakes and kind of ran out of steam a little bit before Lakota, and that makes a difference when it's two evenly matched opponents like this. So that'll just about do it for us here tonight. Listening to our coverage of high school volleyball here on Classic. It's 96.7 WBBI online through WBBI.com. And again, another thank you to our producer back at the studio, Bart Wilson, taking care of us, doing, of course. Doing the Lord's work times two. He double-dipped on this one tonight. Great job, as always. And where's... Looking forward to having you guys hear from us again on Thursdays. We're going to be bringing you district final volleyball now. We will do just that. Another thank you as well to Chad Burned, the Fremont Ross AD, of course, allowing us to come here and provide coverage of both of the district semis. Matches here tonight, and like Matt said, we will be back here at Fremont Ross for the district finals Thursday night. Calvert will be taking on Lakota for the right to punch a ticket to the regionals. Calvert will be looking to win their sixth consecutive district title. For my broadcast partner, Matt Cobbin, this is Lance Morris signing off from Fremont. Thank you for listening to our coverage of high school volleyball. Our final score, Lakota takes this one in four sets tonight over Danbury. Thank you for listening to our coverage of high school volleyball. We'll catch you in the next one.